I'm Adam Nassi, and this is Growth Swag. All right, guys, welcome to my second episode of Growth Swag. Today, I want to speak to you about personal core values. Uh, why are personal core values important? How do you develop them? And really, most importantly, how can you use them uh, to both be a better leader, keep your team in alignment, but also spilling over into your personal life? How can you use personal values to be your North Star in terms of how you live your life in alignment, make decisions and all that good stuff? So this is a topic that's extremely uh, important to me. Uh, I've gone through a ton of change in the last two or three years. I've had some health events that really changed my perspective on life, and I'm gonna go into more detail on that and share my story on a future episode, but that was had a huge impact. I left Google where I had worked for 12 years to go start a company um, and really build a company from scratch, which is a completely new experience. And I've just gone through a ton of change. And honestly, when I look back, personal core values have been a big catalyst for that change. And I'm going to give you the full story on, on how I use personal core values to drive some of that change and also come become aware of the direction I needed to be on in order to be in alignment with those values. Uh, but first, a little story, right? So a couple years ago, when I was at Google, uh, I was working for one of the best leaders I've ever had the pleasure to work for in my career, Carl Schachter. And he, had pretty, he was pretty consistent about having quarterly leadership offsites. And at one of those offsites, um, we got a little bit, in my opinion at the time, got a little bit touchy-feely. And we had a bunch of you know, leadership development people come in and talk to us about your core values and meditation and mindfulness. And I'll never forget that we were sitting there and I'm looking around about these, like I don't know, 10 or 15 other leaders. And they would ask questions like, all right, who meditates on a daily basis? And at that time, just like five years ago, for me, meditation was a completely foreign thing. Like, who the heck meditates, right? No one I know. And uh, I was surprised at how many hands went up. So that was kind of interesting. And then we, we talked a little bit about how to use meditation and mindfulness. But the real centerpiece of this uh, working session was around values. And we looked at values on two dimensions. One value dimension was around, you know, how can you craft values for your team? And Carl, as a leader, was phenomenal about that. He just harped and harped and harped on, you know, a set of three core values for the organization. And I'll share more about why that's important. But at first, I think that was, uh, you know, a lot of people question that. Is it just kind of fluff or was it real? And over time, we really learned that, you know, it was easy to work with Carl because as long as we made business decisions in accordance with those values, those organizational values, you know, it was all good. He'd always have our back and we were on the same page. So he was really good about doing that. But we also spent time uh, focusing on personal core values. And I'll never forget sitting in this session and, you know, we started with, I personally started with a list of like 20 things like integrity and honesty and, you know, uh, a bunch of different things, courage, all these different things. And the goal was to whittle that list down to like three core values. And it was terribly difficult, right? I mean, first of all, we didn't have a lot of time. It was the first time I had really put any real thought into this exercise. And so I think I ended up with a list of like five or six, and I didn't feel super committed to that list. Um, so, but that was, that kind of planted the seed. I tried to build some values into my organization. I don't know if I did that super effectively in retrospect, but it planted this seed that began to germinate. 
Uh, and now fast forward, you know, I'm at this point of extreme change in my life. Um, I knew that after this health event, you know, I was looking inwards at myself and probably trying to figure out really where I was going to go next career-wise. And as I started to look at where I was at at Google at that time, I had been there a really long time, and I started to kind of go through this exercise of defining my values. And by the way, side story, I think at one point I was listening to another podcast and I heard someone talking about personal core values. And I thought to myself, God, I would love to instill my kids with that understanding early in life. Like what are their core values? But then I had this oh shit moment where I realized, God, I don't really know what mine are. So that was the beginning, right? That kicked off this process where I spent honestly a couple weeks really trying to get down to three guiding personal core values that are really at my core about how I want to align in my life, how I want to make decisions, how I want to live, and all of that. Okay, so before I get into my personal core values and how I came up with that and how I've been using it as a catalyst for change, let's take a second and go back to the Carl example and really talk about why having organizational values uh, can be really great as a leader to help you delegate, build trust, and all that, okay? So one of the things about values are for an organization it's a way to align around what's important. So for example, with Carl, you know, one of his consistent values was always do what's right for the customer. And even in a large enterprise sales organization, that carries a lot of weight because as someone who reported to him, if I had to, I don't know, take a $20,000 hit uh, because it was right for the customer and we screwed up, you know, that was one of the things I felt very empowered to go do because at the end of the day, it's the right thing to do for the customer. And that 20K hit is going to maybe be painful on the current forecast, maybe not, but probably. And long term, though, it's going to make a customer stick with you for life and it's going to pay off many, many, many times over, right? So that was one example of where I didn't have to go to Carl, who he was running a huge organization and check in on little things like that all the time because I knew what his values were. We had established organizational values and that became a framework effectively for delegating decision-making down the chain of command, right? Because I knew what his values were. Um, I'll never forget, like I was running ecosystem too for him, right? So one of his big core values was scalable execution. And when I said earlier, some people weren't sure if it was fluff or not, that's a good example, right? Scalable execution sounds good, but what does that really mean? Over time, you know, what we started to understand was in order for us to build a, you know, multi-billion dollar cloud business, we had to build and instrument everything for scale. And we could not do that if we were executing in these one-off manual ways. So one of the big things that for me as an ecosystem leader, Scalable execution was a very, very core part of my charter, my mandate as a leader to go build that through this thriving partner ecosystem. How can we scale execution through that? And again, using that as an umbrella uh, for thinking about how to prioritize and how to build my plan, it made it really, really easy to align with Carl. So it was a great way for him to sort of scale himself as a leader, ensure that everybody knew what was important and how to fit into those buckets. And then also, you know, make sure that everybody was empowered to make decisions uh, without having to check with them all the time. It enabled us to move a lot faster as a big organization and stay super aligned with our priorities, right? So as a leader, I think this is a really good thing to do. 
Um, it's also a great thing to kind of build metrics around. So, you know, you identify what your high level values are, and then you can build metrics so everybody's on the same page. And I think, you know, in the first episode, I talked a little bit about how toxic it can be when people don't feel like they understand the strategy and more, more toxic, like when they don't understand how they fit into a strategy. Um, this can be a way to really cement that alignment and build metrics around it that people can measure against, but in general, just align people with the big things that are important. So I think this is a great thing to go through as a leader. I will caution though, I think they're two very different exercises. Personal core values and organizational core values are different um, because really for the organization, you're not making a decision just for yourself. You're thinking about where does the business need to go? And as a leader, you really need to be aligned with the strategy and the vision and the direction that you want to drive the business towards, and then be thinking around how do you build values that are in, in alignment with not just the culture, but also that strategy in that direction. So pivoting to the personal side. So this was something when I, after I had that moment where I was like trying to make sure my kids could think about this, I had to start the process of figuring out my own. And I'll never forget how challenging this process was, but also how illuminating it was. So I, the first thing I did was I went on Google and I Google searched, you know, personal core at value attributes or something. And I can't, there's, you'll find a bunch of web pages and it came back with like pages with like hundreds of words, integrity, honesty, love, courage, forgiveness, whatever, right? All these different things. And so the way I went about it was I started with a document and I started going through that list and just sort of cherry picking things that resonated with me that I felt like at my core, when you strip away all the bullshit, all the ego, all that other stuff, when you get to your true core self, what are things that, um, you know, you really feel are core to who you are and how you want to live your life? Um, you'll probably have at least 10 things at that point. Um, it's very difficult. You're going to see a lot of things that look very attractive. The goal at that point that I set for myself was get to three and getting to three is tough because you're going to have to say, you know, cross things off the list that you really feel ident you identify with. Um, my personal core values are love, courage, optimism, and growth. And so love is an interesting one because a lot of stuff could be folded into love. Um, you might say like forgiveness or compassion, like all those things in my mind are sort of encompassed by love. But the reason I picked those four were, you know, at the end of the day, at my core, uh, that is what I really strongly identify with. And, you know, I'll take love aside for a second because there's a lot in that one, but, um, courage, right? So I think courage is a big thing for me. I want to be someone, um, and this really, really aligns with me that is willing to, do hard things, do scary things for the greater good. It doesn't mean being fearless. It means, you know, being able to overcome fear and do hard things despite the fear, right? So for me, that's a really big one. I want to be courageous with how I act, uh, with my community, with work, with decisions, with my children, all that stuff. Uh, the second one is if any of you guys know me well, you'll know that I'm like a insane optimist. I, I just... I believe optimism feeds into good energy and positive vibes and all that stuff. And I just am a glass half full guy. And so it was really hard for me to have this list that didn't have optimism on the list because it's just aligned with who I am. I don't feel like being pessimistic is positive for anybody around you, for yourself, for your own mental. I think it's just really important to be positive, have hope, um, and find a way forward all the time. And so optimism for me is a core value. 
Um, so love, courage, optimism, and the final one, growth. For me, this is like the cornerstone. Like I came to the conclusion at this point that I am all about growth. I am excited when I'm learning new things. I, I get energized by stretching myself outside of my comfort zone. I really believe that when you're learning and growing is when you're, for me at least, when I am most alive. And so for me, that was a cornerstone. It's next to love, perhaps the most important one to me. And when I really started to identify those, I could not get to four. I mean, I could not get to three. I'm going to admit that. I got to four and I kind of conceded that four is good. I can, I can live with four. So love, courage, optimism, and growth. I then took those personal core values and I started to look at my life. And I started to really think like, how am I prioritizing my time? Am I living with intention around those things? Am I making decisions in alignment with those things? And it really caused me to have uh, some tough, I think a really hard look at my life and what I was doing. So for example, have, after being at Google for 12 years, I love Google, much respect to that place. I love it so much, but I found myself in a point where I think I had just been there too long. And as a result, I wasn't growing. And it's not that there weren't opportunities to grow. I want to be really careful about that. Google's amazing. But it was more that like I had just, I think I'd gotten burnt out. I'd been in that same domain for too long. And for whatever the set of circumstances, I wasn't growing. And so coming up with these personal core values helped me realize that. It also helped me realize that, you know, growth doesn't come from that place of comfort. It comes from doing hard things and being scared and being outside of your comfort zone. And, um, you know, I'll save you guys the long story, but ultimately that led me to leave Google and start my own company. Um, and that was super scary. It still is. I've never had anxiety, but I did for the first couple months of doing that and panic attacks. I had to learn how to deal with all that stuff. So I'm over that now, but I think the transition was tough and I was, uh, I don't think I was prepared for how much my personal identity was tied up in Google. So that transition out of Google was challenging. I'll be honest, but I prioritized growth and making that leap and doing this, um, doing this company 1433 and building it with some great partners and winning customers and just my superpowers are coming alive again and I am getting sharpened in every edge and it feels amazing, but I really believe that's because I've aligned with those values. And, uh, it's something I use as a litmus test. You know, I'll constantly look at those things and really question my living in alignment with those. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. I think that they're really important. If you don't know your personal core values, I would invest the time. I found it to be a wonderful uh, investment to make and the outcome's been amazing. And I'll probably continue to take a hard look at those and revise them, but I hope that they are fairly consistent for, for a long time to come. I also think if you're in a leadership position, you're leading a big team and you don't have clearly articulated organizational values, I think you should do it. I think it's a great opportunity to get people in alignment with you and operate as a single cohesive unit on a single mission and uh, make sure everybody's on the same page. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I'd love any feedback or questions, hit me up. And um, until next time, we'll talk to you soon.